Why do we as Canadians give that much of a shit about it? Oh, I think only just because of the awesomeness we showed in uh, opening our our homes to the stranded airline passengers. And uh, yeah, we don't hear about any of that, really. I mean, we should. That's what we should be celebrating is the uh, yeah. what, what happened in Newfoundland, and I believe in Ontario as well. They did it. That's right. Um, not here in BC. We didn't give a fuck about anything. But yeah, no. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. Believe it or not, it has been eight days since the last podcast, nine days since we've had Gord with us, Um, and it's just been dead air. I apologize for that, but for uh, six of those eight days, I physically couldn't speak. So, on the upside, by the way, it's a quick interruption. On the upside, if we're going to screw things up, this is a great way to do it, because this is also a record for us. It's the longest we've ever been off the air for. Yeah, it's true. So, yay. So, we've we set a new record. That's always a good thing. I don't know if we have any listeners left. We'll find that out uh, tomorrow, I guess. But if we do, I apologize to them for uh, taking so long. I am out of hospital now, and uh, I don't feel any better, but I look a lot worse. So, good progress there. <laughs> Fuck. I don't even have a smart-ass comment for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's brutal. Anyway, I don't want to waste too much time on it. I have a 
staph infection, which sucks because I don't even work there. Put on a That's terrible. The doctors did not, did not a single smirk out of one of the doctors when she came out. And she's like, well, it's a staph infection. I said, but I don't even work here. Nothing. <laughs> really? Not even, a, not even a smile? Not even a, they're very serious, these people. <laughs> and not very good at their job, some of them. Uh, she, for, as I, I said to you off the air, Gord, um, anesthetic doesn't work on me. Uh, like nine out of ten times. They have to administer it two or three times before it'll take. And Dr. Rich, the lovely Dr. Rich, who which sucks because she's actually very attractive. Very nice. Which is good. Um, so I will be working for the brick mattress store. Oh, with your buddy. Yeah, uh, but um, I won't be in town. I actually have to drive an hour out of town to get to it now. Holy crap. But, yeah, for the first three months. Uh, anyways, I got to go out there for my sort of training and initial setup. Um, the interesting thing about it is that they're, it's almost the exact same thing as when I worked for the uh, knife company. Um, because when I started there, they gave me a store that had never produced a profit in six years, never made budget in five years. Um, you know, it was just basically they're setting me up to fail. And then I, well, took over the industry. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, so this is basically the same thing. The difference is, is they have a high volume of people, but nobody can seem to close a deal. I see. Now, is that because of the economy, that people don't have the money, or is it just poor salesmanship? Well, that's what I'm going in to find out, because... Um, like, face it, you walk into a mattress store expecting to spend money. I mean, like, you no, know, when you walk into a mattress store, uh, like a, a specialty mattress store, which is what this is, you're expected to go in there to drop at least a thousand bucks on a bed. Yeah, nobody window shops at a mattress store. No, exactly. Like, you're going in there for very specific reasons. And I'm pretty much seeing them. what I'm betting is that I'm, I'm assuming because this is a commission based job. Like my my we if I don't make any sales, you know how much I get paid every other week? No, I I don't know how that. Three hundred dollars. Every two weeks. Every two weeks. Wow. Yeah, that's if I make no money, and on top of that, if I also don't make any money for like say say for like a week, I don't make any money. Um, then they pay me the the hundred and fifty bucks a week, but then as soon as I make money they take the 150 bucks back. Oh, good. So that's the way that sort of game gets played. So, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So it's fucked on that end, but the whole point of the game is to not have to rely on that money. Cause I mean, face it, 300 bucks every other week will, won't even cover gas for two weeks. No, I was just going to say that, that $300, that, that $150 a week, uh, that, that covers nothing at all. No, nothing. Um, My insurance is 110. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> month. Um, yeah, that's not even a good drug habit. <laughs> no, that's a uh, terrible habit. Oh, wow. I mean, technically, it's a good drug habit because if you only do 150 dollars a week in drug habit, then it's not much of a habit. So <laughs> that's true. It's more of a weekend party favor. <laughs> you know, it really is uh, disgusting how things have changed in 20 years. Because just 20 years ago, I was living very comfortably on 10 dollars an hour. 
in a yeah. in a two bedroom apartment uh, with another guy. Uh, we were doing really well for ourselves. Yeah, and now you're getting paid under twenty bucks an hour. You can't even fucking survive. Yeah, it's uh, it's really really sad. I remember our rent was five twenty five for a giant. I it had to be a thousand square feet at least. Like it was a nice sized apartment. Um, the bedrooms were twice as big as my room at the Bourbon was. Um, <laughs> and laundry and everything included. It's five twenty five. And and now twenty years later, that that same apartment would be three thousand dollars. I I would imagine. Yeah. Well, um, and I don't know why Ontario is not that much better. No, Ontario. Pretty much, we're almost on par. Yeah. With, with BC. Um, in that one place I was living at with uh, myself, Kaylee, Allie, and Lucas, when we were living in that one apartment, it was a two-bedroom apartment, six hundred and twenty square feet. Yeah. And it was $1,800 a month, and that included nothing. Yeah, no, that apartment uh, would have fit in our kitchen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in the place that I had in Kelowna. Uh, just pathetic the way things are going. And it's cooling off, so they say, but that doesn't mean it's going to go down any. That just means it's going to stop where it is for a little while. But that doesn't make it any better because wages aren't going anywhere. No. Um, out here, um, the market is starting to drop a little bit um some houses have started to slightly drop in value um like a place that say six months ago was appraised for say 850,000 is now going for like 780 760 right so basically where it should be well it's nowhere near where it should be i mean jesus the fucking townhouse that i have with my ex-wife we bought that place for 209 and people like around the air were freaking out because like, holy shit, they went for over 200. We're like, wow, if we just paid the most anybody's ever paid in history for any of those townhouses. And five years later, it was worth just under $600,000. That's insanity. I mean, we could have doubled our money on that place or tripled our money technically. We could have walked away with 200 grand each. Like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's all fake. It's all you know, those houses aren't worth that. No, God no. Uh, oh fuck no. That's the part that amazes me that, that people are buying into this fallacy. None of it is real. Yeah. And God forbid you pay seven hundred thousand dollars for something and then a whole big fat dose of reality hits the world. That thing's yeah. gonna drop four times in value overnight. Well, there was a guy. Uh, there's a. I can't think of the name of the guy. There's a documentary on him. Um, he was, like, unbelievably rich. Um, I can't remember what his business was. Um, but uh, he was, I mean, just billions of dollars he had. So he was in the middle of making, building, the world's most expensive house, which had a value of, at the time, of $100 million. Right. And it was just, I mean... <laughs> This house was beyond ridiculous. You know when your houses that have like a bowling alley, but it's oh, yeah. just like a, a, a two lane. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he had a ten lane. Yeah, I can, I can. You know, like, we have a couple of houses like that around here. Uh, Chip Wilson, obviously, the most expensive house in uh, Vancouver. Is it's uh, I think it's around sixteen million. Like nothing, nothing around a hundred million. But he's got some extravagant things in there. Yeah, so a hundred million, you could just imagine. Now, during the filming of this documentary, 
the that was when the housing market that was when the market crashed. Oh wow! And this guy lost everything. Um, it, it was to the point where his his wife, oh God bless this woman, is is amazing. You know, so pampered for so long, she forgot what reality was like. So she goes to a uh, a Hertz rental car because they had to fly economy for the first time ever, and she was like pissed that she wasn't taking a private jet. Right? Oh, I think I might have time. heard of this. And she goes into Hertz, and it was so good because she gets she gets the car. Like rents a car and she goes, Well, what's the driver's name? And he goes and the guy just goes, What? He goes, What's the driver's name? And he says her name. She's like, No, I know that's my name, but what's the what's the name of the driver? He goes, You're driving the car. She's like, I have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Oh, you pampered bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah hurt, that's honey. That's you know what I, mean? I believe I've heard that. I, I, someone else has told me about that that particular segment. That's just awesome. It was it was a really it was really interesting to watch because, like, I mean, like, they just, like, the, the guy, he knew what he was in for. Like, he knew he was screwed. But the wife, she just couldn't comprehend it. She's like, no, no, no. We're worth this. He's like, yeah, no, we're not worth anything right now. Like, they literally went from having billions in the bank to having something like a few hundred grand left over. That's- in a matter of a year. Like, it took no time for them to go from ridiculously rich to all of a sudden their variation of extremely poor. Right. Which, and I'm still thinking if I had a couple hundred grand in the bank, I'd be pretty fucking happy right now. But I'm thinking the exact same thing. I'm actually on Hastings right now uh, looking to buy a speaker so the rest of the world can hear you. <laughs> and uh, I'm thinking about $5. Sorry, uh, which will be... I, I don't know what I have on me at the moment. Um, six. Six dollars. <laughs> Six dollars. There we go. Five is well within my budget. <laughs> and that's extravagant living for me. I've, I've got a Bluetooth speaker, but you won't work on Bluetooth. And uh, the cord, I can't plug it in. It won't. Oh, it won't work for some reason. Just because it's mine is really why. Yeah, that's, that's just it. <laughs> if anybody else, it'd be fine. That's just the way it goes. Um, I have no idea what's going on in the news, um, other than houses are ridiculously expensive, and I'll never buy one. Um, no, no, I'll, it's, it's not, I'll be renting the rest of my life from this point on. I came close in Calgary to considering it, um, which was the last time I could have possibly ever afforded something like that. And, uh, yeah, never again. Nah. I mean, something pretty awesome would have to happen in order for me to build a house at this stage of the game. Yeah, well, we we might start making Joe Rogan money any day now. I'm sure of it. Oh, yeah, the check's in the mail. And uh, <laughs> if that happens, I'll buy a house for sure. Yeah. Uh, if that happens, Aaron, I'll buy you a fucking house. How about that? <laughs> you know what? I, at this point, I kind of I think I want to go the Nardo DiCaprio way and just live out of hotels for the rest of my life. Yeah. That's what he does. He, he gets a room at the whatever. Like it's not like a hotel like we think of. It's no. you know. It's, <laughs> it's a, like um, when I when a, just before I moved out here, I uh, I wanted to treat a friend to a weekend away and have like a, just a good time for a couple of days. So I I called up because this is before Trump was a complete and utter dick, and I I called the Trump Hotel to say, hey, I want to fucking stay at the best. So how much for a room? And they're like, well, how long are you staying? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go on for the weekend. They're like, yeah, yeah, no, we don't do that. I'm like, you're a hotel. And they're like, yeah, no, we do like six-month intervals. Like, this is for, no, this this isn't for you. I'm like, right. oh. 
Like they wouldn't even let me rent a room for like a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> right. I did well, the, the type of place that Leonardo DiCaprio stayed. I did the Fairmont Vancouver, the Hotel Vancouver on Georgia, uh, one yeah. time with a girlfriend. It was four hundred and nine dollars a night. <laughs> um it was awesome. It was a great weekend. But it was an eight hundred and nine. Yeah. And that came, it was just amazing. Like, the room is just ridiculous. The service you get, like, we pretended we were rich. We didn't tell them who we really were. Um, no, no, they don't need to know that much. But there was uh, champagne in the room because it was our anniversary. They got her roses. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah, it was just a fantastic night. And there's a, it was, uh, it's the ninth floor. It's called the gold floor. And it's got a night. Only people that are staying on the ninth floor are allowed on the ninth floor. Oh, that's a, yeah. Uh, swipe card access. Yeah, and there's an elevator that uh, you need your swipe card to activate the elevator. That's cool. And you just feel like such a pimp walking through the lobby. Yeah. And it was actually, ironically, it was Gregor Robertson's uh, inauguration party was in the lobby oh, that night. Really? Uh, <laughs> so I got to go to that. <laughs> I was going to say, you must have got uh, a good place for it because you're staying on the, on the right floor. Well, of course. I mean... Uh, and there's an honor bar, which is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It's a bar. You just go in and pour your drinks. Oh, wow. And you sign. at uh, When you're done, at the end of the night, you sign as you're leaving, and they, the drinks are charged to your room. But you just got to say, you got to be honest about how much you drank. Exactly. And I wasn't, and they knew. So I don't know how. No, yeah. I guess They must weigh the bottles or something. I don't know. Yeah, they probably don't really give that much of a shit. Well, no, they probably do. <laughs> but I, I, I tried to steal a couple ounces of scotch, and it was on the bill in the morning. So, yeah, wow. But it's one of those ones that, like, uh, the, the mini bar in your room, everything is censored. As soon as you touch it, you're charged for it. <laughs> you can't even leave through it. <laughs> no, no. You, you got to know what you want. And thank God it had a sign and warned me. Yeah, but because uh, it, it literally it's as bad as they as they make fun of on TV. You know, it's like fourteen dollar chocolate bars and ridiculous things. <laughs> I guess they plan they plan for you to get loaded in the honor bar and go uh, be drunk enough to pay that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> leaving through it. I got the munchies all of a sudden. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is absolutely something I would do. So. <laughs> Now that I I'm stayed at, I'm trying to think of the name of the hotel. It's one of those high-end hotels. Uh, there's one in Vancouver as well. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Um, damn, because I'd like to get a shout-out because they were, they were, it was a really nice hotel. I only had one disappointment. If I had paid an extra $35 a night, I would have gotten like almost twice the size, but I didn't, I didn't realize that because I thought I was getting the big room when I, ran, when I got it. Cause I was paying almost $300 a night alone for that. And wow. it was, I mean, it was a beautiful room. It was really nice. It was, uh, it's, it's just really nice. But I, I wanted like the, the full on jacuzzi spa bathroom and shower with like eight fucking shower heads. And, but I yeah, didn't get it. Worked. That's not what I ended up getting. I was really disappointed in the end of it, but, uh, gorgeous hotel. And my God, they treated me like royalty the whole time I was there. It was fantastic. I fucking loved it. The only time I got uh, not treated well was when we pulled up into my uh, Toyota Previa. Uh, and the valet came out to park it, and I looked him dead in the eye and dead serious. I said, I've counted every penny in that ashtray, pal. <laughs> <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm surprised he didn't leave you ten dollars in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> the pennies are cute. Here's a ten. You know. Yeah, know. pretty much. I don't think they even knew what pennies were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Now I'm walking down, quietly talking to you on a functional phone that's recording our podcast. Don't give a fuck about NFL. Don't even know NFL. Don't watch football. They just wear Nike. How many people in the world are wearing Nike clothes? How many people in the world watch football? Two very different numbers there. That's right. Um, of the 50% that don't give a shit, uh, where we got? Okay. <laughs> no, no, it's good, except apparently we have our next show, whatever it is. Weird Al and Chrissy Clarkin. <laughs> Weird Al and Chrissy Clarkin. There's a matchup. <laughs> and my oh, Weird Al, Chrissy Clarkin, my prostitute girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> a fantastic episode. And this uh, cute girl with the glasses over here. I'm about to go talk to you. Perfect. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, I will not be in on tomorrow night. Okay. Um, I'm going to be seeing my girlfriend, and I will be exhausted when I'm done seeing her. So. Fantastic. Well, you can fall asleep listening to whatever I do on Spreaker. It'll be, Absolutely. A, it'll be an excellent uh, uh, risk-kid episode. I would get one of those out of me. <laughs> I look forward to hearing it. All right, man. Have a good night. All right, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. I'm just going to sleep at Waterfront. Good night. Good night, man. <laughs> Bye. Oh, God. Headache.